Well, 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 it's Monday morning, which means only one thing, another episode of Kicking It with Kyle Ferry. I'm your host, Kyle Ferry. And so we left off last week talking about week one through three of the 2023 Mississippi State football season. If you haven't heard that one, please, I suggest you go back and watch it. And, you, and there's two more before that. So this is your first episode. I really encourage you to go back and listen to the first three and get caught up on the journey together. But I want to welcome you back to the podcast once again. So this is now the fourth episode together. I want to begin this episode by talking about a little Mississippi State sports. We'll start with boys basketball. We go one and one on the week. I think overall, though, you give it a thumbs up. Uh, you lose in Gainesville. Uh, that was kind of a tough loss uh, for Mississippi State. I watched it. Uh, just didn't feel like we were ourselves that game for a little bit. And then, you know, we come out before the first media timeout in the second half. We make it a game. And, uh, you know, for a little bit, I thought, man, we might come back and win this game, which would be a huge, huge, huge win on the road in Gainesville. But Mississippi State falls 70-79 there. But Saturday night or Saturday afternoon was a different story. The number eight Auburn Tigers come into town and Mississippi State walks out of that game with a win. And I mean, I think overall Mississippi State played a fantastic game. I was there and I felt like I lost years of my life of that game like I can't expire like at halftime I was like there's no way this only been a half of a game like I was sweating I was like man I'm ready for this game to be over just please just let us win and let's get out of here and uh Mississippi State pulls it out Josh Hubbard huge game again from the true freshman first career start goes out there as a great game uh dagger three in the second half thought he got fouled too honestly could have been a four-point play uh Cam Matthews Finally, Cam Matthews, you know, felt like I was waiting for him to come out and have a really good game, and he did that. I mean, double-double, 14 points. I mean, just a huge, huge game from Cam Matthews as well. I think free-throw shooting has got to get fixed for the Bulldogs, but DJ Jeffries came up clutch at the end of the game, uh, making free-throws for Mississippi State. So, overall, when we needed free-throws made, we got them. And so, Mississippi State turns to this week. They got at Ole Miss on Tuesday, so they travel to Oxford. Uh, I haven't decided if I'm going to go to that game yet. I might, just because, why not? But probably won't, because I don't want to go to that town. Uh, and then they're at BAM on Saturday. I'm going to that. Uh, Starkville's only an hour and a half from Tuscaloosa. I will be at that game at Tuscaloosa. That's going to be so much fun. Uh, Alabama beat us two Saturdays ago uh, at home. Right after we knocked off Tennessee, they kind of Put a dagger in all of Mississippi State fans' hearts when they beat us. Uh, so I'll be probably I will actually I'll be at that game Saturday. Then women's basketball. Women's basketball also went one and one on the week. They lost at home to Tennessee. That was a game I thought Mississippi State was going to win with ease. They come out have the greatest first quarter of all time. I think we put up it was twenty four to like twelve or eleven or something like that at the end of the first quarter, and I was like, oh, let's go. This is slight. And then, you know, it's halftime comes around. We're still, I think we're up double digits. And then the second half, we just fell apart and ended up losing a game I really, really thought we should have and and could have won. Uh, but, you know, they bounced back and won in Florida uh, on Wednesday. I mean, on Thursday, excuse me. So Mississippi State women bounce back uh, and win at Florida. Uh, I think they come out. The, sorry, they played, they might have played Tuesday, actually. They might have played before the guys. I can't remember. But I do know they won in Florida, so that's good. You know, go one and one. At least one of the teams walks away with a win in Gainesville this past week. And now they turn their attention to Monday. So today, tonight, uh, 
Mississippi State plays the defending national champions, the LSU Tigers. LSU just lost to South Carolina. South Carolina is probably the best college basketball team, respectfully, in their gender. I think they're the best uh, women's basketball team. I think they're more dominant than any men's team is in the men's game. They're more dominant in the women's game than I, I think they're the best basketball, the best college basketball team right now. So they barely lose to South Carolina. So now they travel up to Starkville. They'll play our girls. Uh, if Sam Purcell wins this game, it's going to be a legacy game for him. Uh, I think, you know, Mississippi State is scratching for wins at the moment. Uh, I think they're doing well overall, though. Uh, I don't think their losses have been that bad. They're sixth in the SEC right now. So, I mean, you go into this game against LSU, you know, you're the complete underdog. Nobody expects you to win. That should make you just play free free basketball, go out there and have fun. So, I think, you know, at home, that place is going to be packed. I, I look for Mississippi State to give LSU a closer game than what LSU's thinking. I think so. And then they're at Kentucky on Thursday. And, you know, that's kind of a weird game to me. Uh but I like Mississippi State in that game, too. Uh, you know, I, Kentucky is bottom tier of the SEC right now. They're 2-4 and four in conference. Uh, they're 0-5 oh in away, 9-3 and three at home. So they are a better home team than they are an away team. So I think that could play a factor a little bit. But I see Mississippi State winning that game. I see the Lady Bulldogs pulling that one out in Lexington. And then next Sunday, they travel to A&M. So the girls play three games next week uh, in SEC play, which is going to be a tiring week for the girls. And Texas A&M is just right with Mississippi State. They're three and four in conference, fifteen and five overall. Mississippi State's three and three in conference, sixteen and five overall. So I think you know the girls have a big week on their hands if they can go two and one. Fantastic week for Mississippi State girls basketball. I think if the guys go one and one, it's a good week. If they go 0-2, it's a really bad week. And if they go 2-0, it's a fantastic week. So, I mean, exciting stuff going on in the Humphrey Coliseum right now. And then the duty, the dude, Duty Noble, was back in action this weekend. The, the guys had a uh, baseball scrimmage. I went on Friday. Uh, Nate Dom was pitching. Nate Dom's my guy. So, had to go watch him pitch a couple innings. Uh, they look good. They look good. Uh you know, it's it's still kind of it's hard to tell when it's a scrimmage against each other. It's hard to tell who's good, who's not good, if we're going to be good. So, I'm just going to leave it at they look good. Uh, I didn't see a a problem with anybody or anything. Um, so yeah, I think that's going to do it for Mississippi State athletics for this for this segment at least. So now we're going to get into some questions uh, that I got this past week. Once again, if you have a question that you've thought of or want to be answered, just Hit me up on Instagram, Twitter, whatever, and I'll be happy to answer it on the podcast. So we're going to start off with my favorite game from this year. Uh, We're actually going to start at South Carolina later in the podcast, uh, and that was my favorite game. Uh, Mississippi State, we ended up losing that game, but it was just so much fun. I loved that night. It was so so cool. Uh, It sucked to lose that one, but I think that was arguably the best performance we had this year. As a team, even though we lost, I think that was probably the best performance overall we've had. So that's probably my favorite game. Uh, The next question is my favorite moment. That's a tough one. Uh, There were so many of them. Um, I'd probably say my favorite moment, though, of the whole year was hitting the kick at the end of the half 
against South Carolina. I think that really helped us stay in the game. And anytime I can help the team out momentum-wise, I, I really I, I want to be in that um, position. So I think that really helped us stay in the game going into the second half, especially because South Carolina tried to do a trick play on a two-point conversion. And, uh, you know, I was, I was really happy with that game uh, as a personal and as a team. The next question was goals for 2024. Uh, I think the first goal is win football games. Uh, I think my goal for 2024 is to help us do that, uh, of course. Uh, but I would say my main goal is, you know, maybe win eight games. I think this schedule in 2024 is a really tough one. But it's it's definitely not impossible. And I like our chances in some of the games that people don't like our chances. So, I would say goals for 2024 for me personally. Uh, I'd like to be in the top 30% of, well, the top 30 in the country of field goal percentage. I think that's something I can do and uh, something that I wish I could have done this year. Uh, but, you know, being as young as I was and whatnot, I was I was pleased with my performance this season. Uh, so I would say just improvement in 2024, uh, you know, like anyone would probably say. But, yeah, I would say top 30 respectfully in the country and field goal percentage and I would consider that a good a good year for me uh but first and foremost win football games is the goal of 2024 1 million percent okay uh favorite Mississippi State sport to watch it's a great question if you would ask me this in June when I got here I would have said baseball um but basketball is really really growing on me right now and it's probably because it's basketball season so if I answer this question again in May it'll probably be baseball or whatever but I would say my favorite Mississippi State sport to watch right now is basketball both men's and women's um I just love the environment the hump has right now I think Mississippi State fans are really enjoying basketball season more than more than usual uh it helps when your teams are winning big games as well but uh, I would say the hump is always bumping, and when that's the case on a weekend, it's so much fun to be at. Like, Saturday night against Auburn was, like, so much fun. And I think, you know, that's encouraging. If that's if it's fun for a student to watch the game, I know it's got to be fun as an athlete to play in the game. And I know that's, like, as a student athlete, I know that's just, like, all we want. It's just, you know, for a football guy, I just love to hear the cowbells ringing, you know showing people are into it and whatnot like we just love that as student athletes so i encourage you to get out as much as you can and go to mississippi state sports uh basketball's really came on the scene for me and i think it's it's probably my favorite sport to watch at the moment um the next question is least favorite place i played at this year auburn uh, i think it's kind of overhyped honestly um i didn't i didn't enjoy my time there i was ready to leave uh, we got into a little like scuffle thing at the beginning of the the game, like during warmups, and that just really ticked me off and put me on a bad set for Auburn. But uh, for a sold out stadium, and as much as Jordan Harris talked about, I was kind of let down. It might have been because it was a night, it was a day game and not a night game, and I've heard the night atmosphere there is incredible. But I would say Auburn was probably my least favorite place to play. Next question is favorite Mississippi State players to watch uh, on the football team. Okay, on the football team. Um, favorite f- football players to watch this year? I would say I really love watching Sean Preston play uh, safety. Uh, that was so much. He was so much fun to watch. 
Uh, I also think Woody, when he was healthy, was super, super fun to watch. He just had no regard for his body. And I think when a running back has no regard for his body, you could watch that all day long. And then the next question is, funniest teammate? Uh, this past season, he's no longer my teammate, but Jacoby Belazar, he was a, he was a wide receiver. He saw some playing time a little bit. He was hilarious. We all called him Belly. He was probably the funniest guy on the team, in my opinion. I thought he was hilarious. I know Carson, my old roommate, we both thought he was just hilarious. He was in like our pod in the locker room, and every time he just talked, it was just so funny. I couldn't stop laughing. Uh, so probably Jacoby Belazar. And then the last question is favorite Mississippi State athlete. Across uh, all sports, not football, though. All right, great question. Uh, favorite Mississippi State athlete, I'm tied right now. Uh, between actually I have a three-way tie and my three-way tie I'll start with basketball because it's basketball season Lauren Park Lane is awesome she's so funny on Twitter Um, she's just energetic and she's a good player and like she's very engaging and so I would say she's probably my favorite female athlete at the school it's Lauren Park Lane and then uh, my favorite male athlete is a tie between Josh Hubbard and Nate Dom uh those two guys are are great people as well as great athletes, and I think Josh is really showing out. And, uh, you know, talking to Josh this summer, I just knew there was just something different about him. And I know the same with Nate. Like, I was in a class with Nate this past fall, and he just was, like, always just a nice person, great guy. So I'm really rooting for him this spring. And, uh, yeah, he's probably – those two are probably my favorite athletes. So, yeah, that's the question part. Uh, great questions this week. If you have some, like I said, just reach out to me. I'd love and be happy to answer them. So let's get back to this season that we were on, this journey, whatever you want to call it at this point. We we left off as we were traveling to Columbia, South Carolina. We're now week four of the, the 2023 football season, first season under new head coach Zach Arnett. And it is now the first road test for Mississippi State of the year. Three straight home games to start. Two and one. I think, personally, and I'm guessing 99% of the fans thought we would come out of that three-game home stretch two and one. And that's exactly what we did. So, you know, we're at expectation right now. And so, you know, we're feeling good. I'm feeling good. I'm like, okay, we're at expectation. We're, we're two and one. I mean, LSU, they ended up having the Heisman Trophy winner. And that team was just different. I mean, there, there's just something about that team that was just like, okay, yeah, uh, they're good whatever, two and one, you can live with a loss to LSU in football. I mean, you just can't. Really, in any sport, you can be fine with losing to LSU. And so now we're traveling to South Carolina. We just came off getting blown out. And there was just something different about the week. You know, it was kind of like all business. It was like, okay, this is, it felt like South Carolina was a must-win game for us. Because if you come out three and one, you get Alabama the next week, that's probably a loss. I mean, they're just Alabama. And then you get Western Michigan. Really, you're, you're thinking, okay, we beat South Carolina. We are easily sitting 4-2, and two, which is really good. I mean, that's, that's on track to be 8-4. and four. That's exactly ideally for a Mississippi State football team. That 8-4 and four is great. 4-4 four and four in the SEC, call it a day. And so we're in South Carolina. You know, they start off, they go 98 yards, 99 yards, touchdowns. And we start 14 nothing, and they're already at, like, over 200 yards offense. And you're like, wow, I can't believe they just did that. And then we start 
finally feeling like we have an offensive identity. You know, Will Rogers and Tulu, I mean, those two speak for themselves, their careers and everything. And uh, they go off that game. Tulu had, I think, like the single the single uh, game record for receiving yards against South Carolina. That was epic. What a performance from him. And so, you know, our offense is starting to feel it. You know, we're all starting to feel it. Like, oh, my gosh, we're probably going to end up winning this game. That's what, I, that's what I was saying, like, halfway through the game. I was like, I feel like this is our game. The momentum's starting to turn in our favor. We're shutting the crowd up, whatever. And then, you know, we go down. We kick a field goal at the end of the half. You know, I missed the first one. There was some line infraction. So we get to kick another one, drill it. And I think that really helps as we were within three at that point. That that made it 24-27 at half. And now it feels like, okay, this is actually like a one-possession game. Field goal, field goal ties it. Touchdown has us the lead. So now we really feel like, okay, we're in this thing for real, for real. And so it's 27-24 at half. I'm going – I get back in the locker room, and I sit down, and I was like, man, I feel like we're winning this game. And Hayes goes, that's what SEC momentum does. And so it, that was kind of funny to me. It was kind of like, man, we just shut the crowd up. They're winning. Like, what are they – you know, why are they all butthurt about it? But it does make sense now that I look back on it. Like, yeah, well, we just hit a long field goal to make it a one-possession game. We'll make it a field goal game. And, uh, you know, they felt like, man, we probably should have just kicked the extra point. We'd be fine. So then third quarter comes around. We start getting stops. We get down. Woody kind of gets hurt on the drive. We kick. I kick a field goal from like 23 yards out or something. I can't even remember. I think it was I think it was 23 or 28-yarder. It was a 28-yarder. Drill it. Tied 27-27. And now it's like, okay, our defense is locked down. I'm feeling good. Like 27-27, let's go. Like this is our game to win. And then uh, they go down, score a touchdown in the fourth quarter. So now it's looking like, okay, we're fine. We can go down, score a touchdown. It's all good. And then, you know, Will Rogers, I don't, I've never seen a fumble called. Well, I've never seen a tight spiral fumble in my entire life until South Carolina. Uh, apparently, Will Rogers had a fumble. And uh, that really changed the game, I think. And then uh, it was like their interception – Inside the red zone, that killed us too. They got a pick inside the red zone that I couldn't even tell if it was a pick or not. In the moment, I was like, there's no way. And then they gave it to him. So I think two calls go against us. And, like, I'm not blaming it on the calls, but that killed our momentum. You know, whether they were the right call or not, it killed our momentum. So, you know, now we're fighting for momentum on the road in a night game and arguably the best night environment in college football. And... We're just scratching and clawing for a way to get back in. It's 37-27. We go down. There's like two minutes left. We kick a field goal. It's like a 47-yarder. You know, now it's 37-30. I'm three for three on the day. You know, I felt like I've really helped the team as much as I possibly could today. So now I'm really feeling like, man, I really want to win this game. Like, I've really put my stamp on this game. Like, this is our game to win. So it comes down to an onside kick. Nick kicks a great onside kick. They recover it. They go down, they win the game, 37-30. And although we lost that game personally, I was like, man, that was that was awesome. Like, what a what a way to start first college road game. You know, like what a fun way to fun way to do it, even though we lost it. Doesn't take away the the moment and how much fun that, that atmosphere was. And, you know, you we lose that game, 
But at the same time, I was sitting on the bus as we were leaving the stadium. And I was like, this almost feels like it was a good, not a good thing, but not a fully negative thing. Like, I felt like we played good football. Like, I think it gave us a little life. You know, you get, you lose to LSU that bad. It's like, man, are we, are we going to be able to compete in the SEC? And then we go on the road and we compete in a game that we, that we could have won. And I think that kind of gave us some confidence. Like, okay, we we're meant to be here. Like, this is this is what we need to do. We get Alabama at home in a night game on ESPN. Like, this is our chance to really let the let the world know that Mississippi State's back and we're here to win. So we're sitting two and two. You're playing Alabama, and it's like, man, you know, it's Alabama. So as you look back on it, it's like, okay, yeah, Alabama, whatever. Like, you know, you lose that game, you're not even you're not even like mad. Although the way we lost it kind of sucked. You know, we're in the football game. We're in this game. I don't care what anybody said. We were in the game. I think it was like 14-10. And then they scored two touchdowns in like four minutes to end the first half. And it's 28-10. And it's like, okay, Saban's not giving up an 18-point lead at halftime. Like, that's just not happening. And, you know, we lose that game 40-17 to or 41-17 maybe. I can't remember. And now you're 2-3. and three. 0 oh, and 2 and 0 oh, and 3 in SEC conference. And it's you're like grasping at practice. You're just like it's kind of dead around the around the facility, you know, like man, we're 0 oh, and 3 in SEC play. We're 0 oh, and 3 in the last 3 weeks. Like we've got to get some momentum going. Luckily, we have, you know, we don't have an SEC opponent next week. We got Western Michigan. Western Michigan not taken away from their program or anything, but Mississippi State is traditionally better than Western Michigan and probably everything. And uh, it was it was really a must win game and a and a sh- like a we should win this game but it came at the right moment you know like okay this we must win this game like there are no questions about it we have to win this game and uh, that's what we did we took care of business at Western Michigan uh, personally got hurt in that game one for one at to start the game and then missed a forty six yarder left. So I'm sitting one for two. I get to go back out there, 28-yarder on the right hash. I was like, all right, let's get this momentum back on us. We're fine. You know, we don't miss two in a row. We'll be fine. Come on. Drilled it. I mean, just best contact ever, like just right down the middle. And then all of a sudden, both my ankles are out underneath me, and I get crushed. And, like, a sudden rushing pain hit my left ankle. And I was like, oh, no. Like, I don't think I'm going to be able to get up. So I kind of try to move, and I'm like, yeah, this isn't happening. Like, I can't I can't get up. And that sucked for me because I just didn't want my season to be over. I was having the time of my life. And it felt like I just hit a brick wall. I'm in the, the medical tent. I know my mom's freaking crying in the stands. And I have no words. I don't know. I have no, like, answers yet. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just sitting in this table just looking back on the whole season like, man, if this is it, what a – what an awesome start to a career like so much fun I've had the time of my life and you know they come back they're feeling around and it, it's killing me and uh they're like we're gonna watch the replay just put a boot on for now and then after the game they really freaked me out they come in the locker room we ended up winning the game by the way Nick Barmere shout out Nick Barmere 49 yarder let's go baby 49 yard field goal huge give us a two possession lead hadn't didn't even warm up goes out there and nails it Big time by him. I mean, just a vet guy. That's what you expect, though, from old Nick Barmira. Uh, anyway, 
uh, we're in the locker room and the doc comes in and he's like, we watched the replay. We, it does not look good. We need you to come in right now for x-rays. And I was just like, no way. Like, this can't be my season over. And, you know, they look at the x-rays and they're like, you're all good. And that was probably like the most relieving sound I've ever heard. Uh, the doc say was like, you're all good. And so luckily the next week was a bye week. So, you know, it, it was, I wanted to go home. I was, I was excited to go home. It was fall break. So classes were done on Wednesday. I was excited to be back in Cersei for a little bit. And, uh, you know, something happens in the game and, now we're probably going to be stuck in Starkville and not be able to go home, which kind of sucks. Don't really get away from it, but it's your life. You commit to this, so it is what it is. But I think that's where we're going to leave off this episode of Kicking It with Kyle Ferry with uh, getting out of the X-ray room, going back into the locker room of Western Michigan after we win that game. I uh, hope you enjoyed this episode, and I uh, hope to see you next Monday right here on Kicking It with Kyle Ferry.